warriors, what will you do when the storms of life come against you? What will you do when the enemy has beaten you down? You rise up, warrior, and put on the full armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the spirit. You gird your waist with the truth, and you shod your feet in preparation for the gospel of peace, and most of all, the shield of faith. Warriors, Hello, Warriors, and welcome back to another Warriors Mount Up podcast. Today, I'm excited about this podcast, and we are going to talk about being battle-ready. Before we start, in order to be battle-ready, Warriors, we must understand that we as God Warriors, we need to get rid of the victim mentality and start having the victory mentality. Stop giving the enemy credit. Warriors, do not attend pity parties. That's what warriors don't do. We don't do that. We stand up. We get ourselves battle ready. We get ourselves back in the fight if we get knocked down. So we will, as warriors, not be attending any pity parties. As it says in the opening of this podcast, when the enemy attacks, what do we do? We don't go into hiding. We rise up and we put on the full armor of God. And let's take the enemy down. We got to come out and be ready to fight because the enemy is ready to attack at any time. The enemy's ready to attack us at any time. He's trying to derail us from our purpose that God has given us. So what does it mean, warriors? Let's talk about it. What does it mean to be battle ready? It means to be equipped, trained, and ready to engage the enemy. To be in the word of God using our sword of the spirit. This is our instruction manual in defeating the enemy. Staying in the word and listening to the spirit and hearing God and, and tuning into what he has to tell us. John 10.10 10 tells us in the New King James Version is, The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. The enemy's not coming, warrior, to shake your hand. He's not coming to be your friend. He, try, he will befriend you and then he will turn, his, he will turn on you. He will turn on you and give you the proverbial stab in the back. Why? We just we just read it, warriors. We just read it in John 10.10. 10. The enemy's sole objective is to cause so much chaos in our life until he steals our joy, our peace, and his end game, warrior, is to eliminate us. We're just in his way because he wants to be in control. He doesn't want God to be in control. That's the, that's the reason why he was, he was cast out of heaven. Because he wants to be in control. He wants to be a God. And it, it's not going to happen. Not as long as we take a stand and not as long as we are fighting for God and his word. So the, the enemy comes in, he tries, he's not coming to be your friend. This isn't a friend. We don't need a friend like that, that's for sure. What we need is we need God. God, who is our rock and the truth, that is our friend. We got to look at God and we need to be in tune with him and his spirit. That's the most important thing. And we need to look at God as being, if, if we're doing rank here and we're doing chain of command, God is our commanding officer. He's the one that tells us when to move, when to go, when to stop, when to talk, when not to. 
You know, we need to make sure that when we're talking and we're speaking, that we're speaking by the Spirit. That as we open our mouth, that the Holy Spirit goes forward as we're talking. So with God being our commanding officer warriors, we need to be prepared. And God not only equips us, but he also trains us so we will be prepared to expose the enemy. When the enemy comes sneaking around, because that's what he does, he doesn't come around and, and introduce himself to your face. He comes around and he sneaks in and he tries to come in through uh, uh, things we might be watching, things that we're hearing, words that were spoken over us. It's a sneaky attack. It's like telephone tough guy. You know, they, they'll, they'll talk and they'll talk big when they're behind the phone, but when they're in your face, they won't say anything. I know we know people like that. So let's go back and read 2 Corinthians 2.11. In order that Satan might not outwit us, for we are not unaware of his schemes. We need to always be aware that the enemy has schemes to try to take us down to try to distract us and derail us. But how do we outwit the enemy? We warriors outwit the enemy by being in the word and following the instructions God has given us. And to put on the full armor of God, as it states in Ephesians 6, 11 through 12. In the New International Version, it says, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and against the authorities and against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. Even in the natural, when preparing for battle, we have to train and be prepared, knowing the enemy and cutting him off at the pass, knowing the enemy's next move. So let's think about it, Warriors. Let's think about it as playing chess. And you move your pieces in place to protect God's kingdom, to protect yourself, and take the enemy out before he takes you, to be aware of what he's going to do. Remember, the enemy is a thief, and a thief very rarely comes through the front door. He tries to break in through the back door where he is not seen or detected until he's already inside in some crack or crevice that he might slip through without us knowing. The enemy is a master at this, warriors. And we need to be aware of this so that we are not surprised by his attacks, that we recognize it, rebuke it, take authority over it, and tell him his place. Let him know his place. His place is not in your life. And we need to absolutely cut the enemy off at the pass, set up spiritual roadblock. That's what we're doing. When we cut him off at what he thinks he's going to try to do, we cut him off and we set up a roadblock. Let's look at it this way. Here's what we need, warriors. We need discernment. We need discernment to find out and close all doors, cracks, windows, and seal it shut. Things that we might have or the enemy has tried to do to us. We need the blood of Jesus and weld those cracks, those doors, and seal it shut. The multi-purpose blood. Why do I call it multi-purpose? Because one, it gives us the authority and two, it gives us the victory. It's a twofold. The blood's a twofold. It gives us authority and it gives us victory. It is time that we need to know where in our lives that we are exposing ourselves to the attack of the enemy. And we need to get it under the blood. We need to repent and we need to get it under the blood. We need to put up a bloodline. 
The bloodline, as we're talking about, the enemy can't cross this. See, the enemy can't cross the bloodline because he did not die on the cross for us. The bloodline is the authority that God gave us. Through this, Jesus has given us the blood as a shield of protection, but also a line, a barrier, a wall that the enemy cannot penetrate. He cannot penetrate the blood. He did not die for us. He did not take the stripes for us. He did not carry the cross for us. So that bloodline, he cannot cross because he's not part of that authority. In the natural, a soldier trains for a mission, right? We warriors should do the same spiritually by remaining and training in the word of God and learning how to use our sword of the spirit, how to be direct and precise, laser point precision when it comes to using the word of God against the enemy. If I might take a second, we as believers need to stop empowering the enemy. I hear so many believers giving the enemy credit and stating that, oh, the the enemy's attacks this week have been overwhelming. Yes, they have, but God, remember, there is no attack of the enemy that God has not prepared you for or delivered you for. You may think right now that situation, and when you look back on your past situations, they look bad until God comes and delivers us from it because we stand upon the authority and the power of the blood. So there is no attack that surprises God. He has you prepared. We need to stay focused on him. Yes, we will be tested, but in the testing, warriors, we will have the victory. If we stand on the righteousness and the truth of the word, not just some of the truth, because a little leaven, as it states in Galatians 5, 9, spoils the whole loaf. So we have the whole truth, not just some of it. We need to be upright and holy without spot or blemish and make sure in order to see victory in our battles, we are taking direction from our commanding officer and the word of God. We need to be in tune with God. We need to hear. We need to listen. We need to take that time. We need to have that prayer time to know what our next plan is, what our next move is, to make sure we don't do anything out of the flesh. Because as we know, the flesh is not of the spirit. Warriors, you need to ask yourself this. There are three questions. One, and I'm going to give you the answers to them too once I ask the questions. So warriors, the three questions are, do you know who you are? the authority that you have, and the power that you walk in? The three answers are, do you know who you are? Yes, you are a mighty warrior of God. That's who you are. Number two, the authority that you have. What gives us the authority? We just spoke about it. The authority is the blood of Jesus, which was shed for us. And number three, and the power that we walk in. What gives us the power? The word of God. The word of God gives us the power. So so what is our plan, warriors? Our plan is our instruction manual. What is our instruction manual? It's the Bible. The Bible is our battle plan. The acronym from Bible used to be basic instruction before leaving earth. Today, warriors, I'd like to share with you is what the Lord told me the new acronym for Bible is. And also, for now, and a time such as this, the Bible is now to be known as, for warriors, battle instructions before leaving earth. God has given us a book, Warriors of Battle History, to train us to walk in victory 
in not just some situations, but all situations and all accusations that the enemy throws our way, all attacks, all accusations that the enemy tries to throw at us. And everything that I have read warriors in the Bible, God has never lost a battle. So if we're taking instructions and we're doing what we're supposed to do and we're in line with the word of God, we're going to have victory no matter what. No matter what the attack is, no matter what the circumstance might look like, God is never late. He always shows up. He is right on time. Remember, no attack surprises God. God has prepared you for it. We just need to be trained up and ready to handle the different ways that the enemy comes at us. God has given us the finest armor, as it states in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert. Always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. All right, so in Ephesians, it tells us to put on our full armor of God. That that's where we take a stand. When we've done everything, we stand on the word. We stand on the protection of God. But once we have our armor on and it's nice and tight and we're getting ready for battle, there are three steps to activate this armor. What are they? One, faith. Two is the power. And three is the blood. One, faith to activate the armor. And realize this because this is the most important. So I want to make this clear. Faith is important here. And why it is the number, why it's number one on the list. Because if we don't have faith, then how can we believe, warriors, that we are being protected by the armor of God of which we cannot see? Or that we are, we're even being protected by the blood of Jesus also of what we cannot see? What is faith? Faith is prior information received by God that we choose to believe. So although we don't see these things, we have to have faith and know that we have it. We have to have faith to know that God has given us this gift of the armor to protect us against the enemy and his attacks, right? And the blood, although we don't see it, we know we're covered by it. We don't need to see it because in faith we believe, our faith is, we read in the word that Jesus died on the cross for us. That is our authority and our power. There is a quote in a movie that says, sometimes the most real things in the world are things we cannot see. And I know our armor is real. And I know the blood is real, although I can't see it. So no faith warriors, then there is no sense of even putting on your armor. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And without faith, our whole belief system goes down the drain. Without faith, we don't have our armor. 
or our protection. Simple math here, warriors, and it goes like this. I'm, I'm not a mathematician, but I know this. No faith equals no blood. No blood equals no armor. And no armor equals no protection. So no faith, no blood, no armor, no protection. Faith activates. Faith is the, is the match that lights the fuse. So it activates our armor. Two, what else activates our armor? The word of God. Because it activates the power. When tempted in the wilderness, Jesus, Jesus exclaimed to the enemy just three words. Three simple words of power. It is written. And you can find that, warriors, in Matthew 4, 1 through 11. But Jesus, when the enemy came against him, Jesus stated, it is written. And the enemy went. We need to stand up on that. Sometimes it's just as, e- it's as easy as that. Three words. We don't have to go through all this dialogue. It is written. Cannot deny it. And three, the third part of activating our armor is the blood of Jesus, which gives us full authority over the enemy, full control to cast the enemy down and out of your situation. Amen. So I'll take another, I'll I'll, I'll go down the road again of another movie quote. And this is from Spider-Man. Aunt May says to Peter Parker, with great power comes great responsibility. And warriors, this is what God shared with me and my Spider-Man moment. The Lord has said to me, with great testing comes greater anointing. So know that if you're being tested, you're being brought to a level. You're being brought to a new level. You're being raised up. You're not going down. You're being raised up. So with great testing comes greater the anointing. And when you get through it, there is nothing the enemy can do that can take you off the path that God has you on. Because your anointing gets greater. He's attacking you because he wants that anointing. But he also knows that you're a threat to him, so he's got to take you out. Once the armor is on, warriors, we are in a battle. you got to remember that. We're putting the, the, the armor on, not because we like to have it on, because it looks good or it's shiny, but we're ready to go to battle. And guess what? If we're in battle, then we have to be willing to take the hits. And if you're a threat to the enemy... He will be trying to attack you from every angle. We need to be battle ready. Why? Because we know the hits are coming. We're a threat. You know, you got to realize if you put your hands up in a fight, you got to fight. You're going to have to throw those hands at some point. See, we are a threat to the enemy and he tries, what the enemy tries to do, he tries to contain and detain and derail us from our calling, keeping us so distracted that we forget that God has given us full control and the authority. See, God is real, and the enemy is fake. God is authentic, and the enemy is a fake. He's an imitator. He's a pretender. He's not a contender. He's not a contender to God. And then guess what? He's not a contender to us, but he tries to get us to think that we are less than. But meanwhile, we are more than, because that's what God tells us, and that's what the Word tells us. What my wife and I like to do um, is we like to put our armor in our prayers in the morning and in the night, we like to put our armor on to be battle ready and ready to fight. And I say, I put it on in, the, in my morning prayers and I put it on at night before I go to bed. And someone said to me, well, why would you do that? I put my armor on in the morning and that's good. And I replied, well, I hope you don't wear the same clothes to bed that you wore all day. You need to be battle ready day and night. You need to make sure, would it be a bad thing to be covered, to have extra coverage? No, let's do it. 
Because the same things that try to attack us during the day will try to come in at night. And guess what? At night, that's when the enemy lurks. Because when you fall asleep, now you're prone to attack. And we need to be armored up and ready to fight. And God will wake us up and we'll have to go into prayer. And most of the time, and a lot of you may know it, it's at 3 a.m. So we got to be ready to fight. We get up and he tells us to start praying, whether it's for our own situations or it's for others, it's for our loved ones. But we need to be battle ready. It states in Ephesians 18, which we, re- which we read earlier, be alert and always keep praying. That is a command to be alert and praying so we don't get caught off guard. But here's, here's a nugget, warriors, so we don't get caught off guard Not G-U-A-R-D, but G-O-D. So remember, we need to be battle-ready. We need to be alert. We need to be praying so we don't get caught off God. Amen? The battle starts. Why does the battle start first in the mind? That's another thing we need to think about. The battle starts in the mind. The enemy attacks us by playing mind games, getting into our heads, like I said before, thinking that we are less than when we are more than so that we start to believe that we are defeated before the battle even begins. He doesn't even want us to put on our armor. He wants to get us so down, so depressed, and so locked down by his lies that we think we are defeated and we won't even put on our armor. I know I've been there, but we need to get up. We need to put our armor on. We are not defeated. That's what the word tells us. So we need to refocus, we need to readjust, and we need to get up and we need to put our armor on. Victory starts by changing our mindset, warriors, one, two, and three. Step one, tell the enemy, warriors, it's you or me, and it's not going to be me. Because the Bible says, by the word of God, you have to flee. James 4, 7, that's what it tells us. Submit yourself, therefore, to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Again, a direct statement. He will flee from you. Not that he might flee from you. He will flee from you. Number two, having a victory mentality and not a victim mentality. We need to remember, no matter what we're going through, no matter how dire the circumstances look, that we have the victory at the end of the day. God is going to come through in our situations, no matter what happens. He will be there with us. He says it. He will never leave us nor forsake us. So let's have a victory mentality and not a victim mentality to get up and fight. Because guess what? Nobody's going to fight for you. You got to get up and do it for yourself. You got to get up and be willing, willing to get up to fight for yourself. Three, knowing who you are in the kingdom of God, walking bold and strong and never wavering from God's word, standing strong on the word that he gave you. What did he say? When there's nowhere else, when there's nothing else you can do but stand, you stand, but stand on the word because that's the truth. That is your victory. Some may say, well, aren't you being arrogant? No, I'm just being confident. Warriors, there's a difference between confidence and arrogance. Arrogance is I, is claiming I did it, I accomplished it. Oh, well, if it wasn't for me, and you know what confidence is, warriors? Is knowing, is a we. Confidence is a we, knowing that we can't do it without the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We're not doing it alone. It's not about pride. We're doing it as a we and not as an I. Arrogance is I, confidence is we, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We need to walk 
in the authority of the blood of Jesus. Not walking in the authority warriors means that Jesus died on the cross for nothing. By the power of the blood, we have victory and we have the authority. Twofold. So I'm going to give you an acronym for victory. The Lord shared with me an acronym for victory. And victory stands for validation in Christ that openly remains yours. And now I'm going to share with you a spoken word that God had given me. Circumstance doesn't stand a chance when it comes to faith in the word of God. If you're not walking in faith, then what's the use? Not walking in the authority of the blood, then you have no juice, no power. Standing in faith and not what you see, God used faith first when he said, light be. Warriors, we will fight from sunup to sundown. We fight for the sun, the one that wears the crown. God's warriors will never quit. We will never stop trying. It's time, warriors, to be bold and roar like a lion. May a, war, may a roar be released out of you that shakes the enemy's camp. Remember, we serve the God, the only undisputed champ. The enemy will come to fight. He might even come through that door. Devil, we didn't come here to fight. We came here to win a war. Listen, warriors, the fight is about to start. I can hear the bell ringing. No, devil, I'm coming with the word of God, and I'm coming out swinging. I'm not looking for a TKO. I'm binding you by the blood of Jesus because you have to go. Warriors, if you know the Bible, then you know its history, that whatever God touches turns into our victory. Amen. So that was a spoken word that God shared with me, and now I shared it with you, and I hope it encourages you. I wish I could tell you, warriors, that the enemy will stop trying to attack us, but he won't, and we're children of God. He's going to come after us after our beliefs. He's going to lie to us. He's going to try to attack us. So remember and keep that in mind that he's going to try to attack us. We need to be battle ready. God's word is our battle instruction that tells us we have a predetermined victory. Guess what? Game over. We need to believe that. We know that when we read the Bible, there isn't a battle that God hasn't lost. So guess what? Enemy, game over. I don't care what the circumstances are. I don't care what it looks like. I know in the end, my God will deliver me. My God will save me because he's given me a plan to get through it. Amen. And remember, God is, God, nothing is impossible for God. He will turn the situation around. See, the enemy has to imitate. God doesn't have to imitate. Amen. Guess what, warriors? We still have to get in the battle and fight the fight, no matter what. Like I said, if you put the armor on, you got to be willing to take the hits and you have to fight the fight. And in that fight, we get stronger. In the battle, we get battle-hardened, where the things that the enemy is going to try to throw at us are not going to affect us. Because what happens? Greater testing, greater anointing. We still have to get in the Word of God. That's where we fight our fight. We still have to get in the Word and pray, not only for our situations, but praying and standing for other warriors. We need to be an army of one. One body, one accord will get things done. We need in the body of Christ to be united and not divided because the enemy comes in and always tries to come to divide, always comes in. So warriors, before I go, I'd like to pray. Father, thank you for our predetermined victory. Thank you for the battle instructions that remain the same today as it did yesterday. Father, you have equipped us not only to protect us, but to ensure 
that we will come out victorious in whatever battle we are facing as long as we stick to the righteousness of your word. Thank you for the blood of your son Jesus that gives us authority over the enemy and also acts like Teflon, that the enemy's plans, schemes, and assignments can't stick to us, that it slides off off of us and we send it back to the enemy tenfold. We bind the enemy and all his attacks and schemes and cast them out into the abyss in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Remember, warriors, share this podcast. I can't do this without you. Let's share this podcast. Let's get the word out there. Let's expose the enemy together. Um, also, we are, you'll see now down at the bottom of the screen, we are viewer supported. So um, we would appreciate your help. And remember, warriors, we need to be equipped. We need to keep our mindset on the Bible and the word, which is our battle instructions and be battle ready to stand up and fight when the enemy comes. When the enemy comes, let's get up, let's armor up, and let's fight. Until next time, warriors, remember, be battle ready. Mount up, let's ride, and God bless.